Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. something true and a little weird to me. I tried to read some beforehand, the word is tried. The World They Left Behind by J.I. Baker Baker in 6-8-C-E members of an Akapatalish Jewish set abruptly fled settlement of Quiran, Quinran, in the Dead Sea Desert, leaving their library of scrolls hidden in surrounding caves. Why? What? We couldn't be sure. They may have been fleeing Romans nearly 2,000 years later. The scrolls were unearthed after a 
Benenshipherd threw a rock in one of the caves, the greatest archaeologist discovery of modern times hidden times had been a gun, and so had the bizarre obsession of the scrolls. Over time, the priceless scrolls and fragments were hung on wash lines, buried in backyards, illegally peddled in Jerusalem markets, shipped in luggage to New Jersey, put up for sale in the Wall Street Journal, flown on DC-6F, sealed in vaults, hidden under floorboards, damaged by mold, and simply forgotten between pages of books. Some of the jars, jars, the skulls were in, found in, ended up as water containers in Bethlehem. Many treasures likely fell into private hands or were lost forever. Even the scrolls we know about are often inscribed, inscriptable, with much information including a key to result-buried treasure written in code or using terms that we can't understand. Still, they provide enough information to suggest that the set at Aram was the Eastern of theory accepted by most mainstream scholars and reflect throughout this book, believing that other Jews had lost their way and escaped to survive the immediate end of the world in a war between the sons of light and the sons of dark. The war never arrived, but the Romans probably did destroy the community on their way to ransack Jerusalem. Whatever happened to the people of the scrolls, none of them could have predicted that their parchment would resurface in the late 1940s to surprise and a still surviving world. Places and People of the Scrolls A Look at an Ancient Story and a Lasting Legacy. Looking east towards Jordan at Mary Mortar, midway down the western shore of the Dead Sea, about 15 miles north of the caves where the scrolls were found. A view from one of the scroll caves, Dead Sea landscape that hasn't changed much since the long vanished community lived, worked, and worshipped in this area. Nine-year-old boy studying in the Orthodox May Sherm section of Jerusalem, first in, established in 1874, the neighborhood's name means one hundredfold after the extra grain that Isaac repaid in Genesis 26:12, a reflection of the holy convert that the ancient people who owned the Dead Sea Scroll happened to renew. The forest of Mattisdazer was occupied by the Zelots, a Jewish scart that committed mass suicide rather than be slaughtered when the Romans attacked in 73 and 74 CE. At least one 
Wick Grand Scroll was found during an excavation of these ruins. Three fragments from the temple scroll were displayed at the multi-museum of Jewish heritage in Beechwood, Ohio, written on the thinnest parchment found at Queeman Cranran. The scroll contained details and instructions for the building of a post-apocalyptic utopia temple. We need one right now. I think that's where we are. I mean, with everything that's been going on in the world, I think it's now. Orthodox Jews attended a sunrise blessing at the Western Wall in Jerusalem in 2016 with the Dome of the Rock in the background. The wall is the only element that remained after the Romans destroyed the Second Temple in 770 CE, about two years after they probably destroyed the community near the caves where the skulls were found. Oh, now we're on, wait, let me see. There's also a page, I'm reading this from a magazine where they show you where it is. Okay, a baddest-shaped iron rock tossed by one of the greatest archaeologists finds in history. On November 29, 1947, I can call him E.L.S. his name, an archaeologist professor at Hebrew University in Jerusalem rode a bus into Bethlehem, Arab Quater, to see a Syrian Christian antagonist dealer, Flya, about some ancient scrolls. The tension of the bus was held Although he had an escort, an American dealer known as Mr. X was the only Jew on board. Days before, with a barbed wire fence between them, Mr. X handed, had some S-U-K-E-N-I-K-A leather fragment of an ancient document. Mr. X was in an Arbro control area of Jerusalem known as Military Zone B. That S, a Jew, wasn't authorized to enter. When the scholar expressed interest in the item, Mr. X told him that he had more fragments in his shop. Better still, his friend S had three actual skulls. There was just one problem. S lived in Arburn-controlled Bethlehem. The language of nations, British mandate of July 1922 had given the crown control over parts of the Ottoman Empire that included included was what is now Israel, the West Banks, and Jastra. And Jordan, since 1929, Jews and Arabs had fought openly in Pensa, though Britain had tried to appease Arabs by limiting Jews' immigration after the U.S. sided with the Jews. In 1945, the issue was turned over to the United Nations. The Thanksgiving HM, no, thanks, the Thanksgiving HYMNS scroll, one of three scrolls purchased by the scholar ELS, is similar to the biblical book of poems. The document, unknown author, thank 
thanks his God for allowing him to be an interpreter of wonderful mysteries and aiding him in opposing his enemies, the interpreter of error. Now, in 1947, the UN's General Ass Assembly de debated the portion of Plinson which would divide the land between Arbor and Israel control. Tensions between Arabs and Jews were at an all-time high, and sniper fire filled the streets. Golan was risking his life by traveling into Bethlehem, but it proves worth the risk. In S apartment near the Silk or Marketplace, the dealer handed his scroll to the professor whose hands troubled as he unwrapped them. He was astonished to discover that they were written in Biblical Hebrew. The language was like that of the palms, S. later wrote, but the text was unknown to me. I looked and looked, and I suddenly had the feeling that I was privilegedly by this to gaze upon the Hebrew scroll which had not been read for many, for more than 2,000 years. And it all began because Benham Shepherd threw a rock in a cave in the late 1946 or early 1970s. The exact date is uncertain, and the tale changes with the teller. Three Benham Shepherds of the Tamron tribe were tending herds of goats and sheep among lifetime clans. Cloths, cliffs near and a nature reserve on the northwest shore of the Dead Sea. The man had stumbled upon archaeologist treasures in the region before, and Jums, for one, was always hoping he'd find gold. So that is the part one. We'll do more of the Dead Sea Scrolls another day. I hope y'all enjoy. For true crimes and true creepy things Tuesday. I hope you like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.